Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here's Kea This is the day's play for Drink Wise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Glenelg winners. They came from behind. West Adelaide led by seven points at quarter time. 17 at halftime. West Adelaide led by three points at three-quarter time, but Glenelg came home one by ten in the end. Five four, uh, sorry, six eight forty-four to five four thirty-four. Paul Bonzer, Rory Lehman, with you. Rory, let's have a look at stats first for Homestart Finance. Get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance. Yeah, ball winners for today, Tom Morris with 26, Kobe Ryan with 22, Ford Hard all day. And then for Glenelg, we had Darcy Bailey with the 21 and Brett Turner with 20. And just going through this team stats as well, big contested game with 110 tackles to 99 in favour of Glenelg. Hit out 77 and 45, so you would have thought the clearances would have been dominant for them, but it was even in the clearances. But the inside 50 stats, we, cl- we touched on at the start of the game, it was going to be a big number. And it's 57 inside 50s to Glenelg to 30 West Adelaide. So just sheer weight in numbers got Glenelg over the line today. I can give you the goal kickers as well for Glenelg. Luke Reynolds with two. Bell with two. Uh, sorry, Bell with one. Chandler, Hosey and McBean, one apiece. And then um, for West Adelaide, Manalady, two. Della Hunty, Maguire and Steele, the other goal kickers. All right, let's go to the heavy lifter for Kona Cranes and D-Mag hooked on safety. Who you got? Heavy lifter for me was Kobe Ryan with his 17 tackles, also with 22 disposals as well. So he was able to get on the end of it, but he was hard all day in the middle for West Adelaide. He just kept going and going with the 17 tackles and then the nine clearances as well. So really, really impressed with his game. All right, I'm going to correct that. Uh, Luke Reynolds kicked three. Yeah, Because I've got two. Will Chandler down there for a goal, but Chandler kicked it to Reynolds, who kicked the goal. So, uh, champion data. A rare error for them. Rare. <laughs> I don't know. I think they missed a couple of mind touches as well, mate. <laughs> Inspirational moment for Burbank Holmes' inspiring design and personal service. Inspirational moment for me was Mitch McGuire's goal. Uh, in the second quarter, kick out of the air, 20 metres out. It's gone through four players. It got West Adelaide up and about, and that's when we thought we had a contest on our game. So inspirational moment to Mitch Maguire for that one. All right, it's now time to look at the goal of the day. The goal of the game for Host Plus. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. And our goal of the day, thanks to those blasts, was Nick Steele with his snap from his left foot snap out on the boundary. Great goal. Clean pick up too, bounced up to him. He's turned on a dime and he kicked it on his left foot through. And again, that really got West Adelaide going and I thought that's when we've got a contest. The boys kept coming, but unfortunately, sheer weight of numbers with those inside 50s had the bays over the line. In the end, top of the table, Glenelg did what they had to do today. They just won. They had, a, they had a poor first half. West Adelaide played some really good footy, contested footy early in the game. Um, they kicked some really nice goals, made the most of their opportunities. But the weight of numbers, like you said, the inside 50s eventually 
just took its toll on West Adelaide and, and Glenelg got across the line. That's a pretty that's much it, it. isn't it? Uh, they've had some big weeks as well. And the, the problem about being the best team in the competition is everyone gets up to play you. Yep. Every single week, they're up and about. So if you're slightly off, as you sometimes can be, uh, it makes it challenging. But they, exactly as you were saying, did what they needed to do. They came in. It was a wet day. It was cold, miserable. They've come in. They take the four points. You quick review, and you move straight on to the next week. Let's go around the grounds for Morris Finance. Success together with Morris Finance. Uh, the scores from the other sample games? The other sample games. So we had North Adelaide getting over the line against Norwood. It's six goals, 12-48 to 10 goals. Sorry, five goals, 10-40. And then the Dogs securing their place so far in that top five with eight goals, 10-58 against South Adelaide, four goals, 9-33. Well, let's have a look at that ladder. Um, Glenelg sit on top of the table uh, with 11 win- sorry, 12 wins now. That's just updated. 12 wins and two losses. Uh, Sturt, who are playing tomorrow, 11 wins. Adelaide, nine wins, who also play uh, the Eagles tomorrow. Port Adelaide played tomorrow against Sturt. They're in fourth position with seven wins. North Adelaide in fifth, hanging on to fifth spot with seven wins. And 1% ahead of Centrals with seven wins. Yeah, I, th- I thought Centrals would have jumped in there, but I got that one wrong in terms of percentage. But and yeah. dep- well, depending on depending on what happens between... St- if Sturt get a big win over Port tomorrow at Owen, which is unlikely, but if their percentage drops uh, you know, a few percent, then uh, they could fall out yeah. and Centrals could jump in. Eagles um, with five wins. So if Eagles beat Adelaide tomorrow, they're only going to be one game behind that uh, Port North and Centrals and then South West Adelaide and Norwood sitting on the bottom and who would have thought that after last year's premiership yeah and then they won three in a row and you thought geez maybe Norwood's making a push towards finals but mm, that's it yeah that all right to uh, for them Ross what we might do is just take another quick break and come back here for your best players which I cannot wait to see who you've picked your three two ones we are here, Glenelg, running out winners by 10 points here at Stradarama Stadium. This is the sample on your home of sport, SENSA. Bit of an early finish here today and everyone's gone home, except for Pat Goldsmith, who's just walking down the stairs. Um, it, uh, Glenelg, 10-point winners here. And uh, thanks to DrinkWise, if you're choosing to drink wise, if you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise, Rory. That's if what I was trying to say. To sound like I've had it. <laughs> Sounds like I've had a drink, but I haven't. Yeah. Um, and now it's time for the votes for Homestart Finance. Get into your home sooner with Homestart Finance. Yeah, some special mentions to start with. Sure. I, I just think Kobe Ryan's game was really good with the 22 touches and 17 tackles we've touched on. I think Josh Ryan as well held down back. There were some few key moments. And then the other one being Luke Reynolds kicking the three, bobbing up. I think he also did a very good job as well. But the three, two, one for me, the, the three. Who gets clear the one? Who gets the one? Players. The one for me. Yeah, yeah, you always go one to three. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not right. going to start with the okay. three and give okay. away. Although that could be interesting <laughs> if they did the brown on that one. <laughs> uh, for me, Tom Morris for West Adelaide. He's 26 touches, uh, four clearances as well. I think he battled hard. He used the wings really well worked into the game nicely and uh, really came to play in that last quarter, having uh, eight touches. So, yeah, tried to lift his side over the side, um, over the line and he couldn't. That gives my one vote. So my two votes as well. It was a bit of a toss-up between these two players. I think both of them were really good and I think the two votes for me was Brett Turner. I think he was really good inside, 11 tackles as well, but also really worked hard with his 20 touches. It just seemed a little bit 
cleaner than most around the ball. I really and enjoyed that. the best player on the ground? The best player on the ground. I enjoyed, I think for Glenelg, he was pivotal in the first quarter. They couldn't get any run going and he seemed to be almost like a brick wall in that half-back line. And then it, later in that second half, seemed to go on ball and really influential with his 21 touches. And that's Darcy Bailey. So Darcy Bailey gets the three votes for my mind. What a surprise a defender picks a defender as the best man Absolutely. on the ground. Absolutely. <laughs> Stick with him. And I know he's a teacher, so he's probably on his six-week holidays in the middle of the year. So he's probably he's loving it life. Absolutely loving it. So, uh, yeah, good on him. I think he played really well and played a pivotal part. So, yeah. Uh, and another one for me actually gets a special mention. I almost forgot him there was Martini. I think he had a really good game. So, a little bursts. Um, yeah. If he had strung that together for four quarters, he would have been in those votes. But... One uh, one thing I love about Sample Footy is yes, it's great family atmosphere, but occasionally at some grounds after games you see things like we're seeing out on the other side of the ground. It is a man with a tennis ball and his dog. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing simpler or purest about this. The dog is just waiting for the owner to throw the ball. And he probably has no idea there's just been a game of footy. He's probably walking the no, streets, he's come care. through here and goes, Oh great. He's an oval. He's got a bit of your pace there, uh, Roy, that dog. Goes okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, just on your performance, I've judged you on a scale of uh, uh, out of 10. Uh, I think you've done a pretty good job. We've given you sort of about an eight and a half. Oh, that is. <laughs> <laughs> if we had a text line, I would have been worried about their comments. But thankfully, there's no text line for life sport. Uh, you've done well, oh, mate. I really uh, appreciate that. Yeah. It's, been an, it's been fun. Duck to order. You've just... Come in your first game and, and go on bang, and I hope your ankle gets better and you can slot in a couple of games before the end of the year. I think the uh, the listeners at home probably hope I get better really quick as well. Coming up very shortly, thanks to Morris Finance. Finance made simple with Morris. Uh, you'll be listening to the Brisbane v Geelong game on AFL Nation. That's coming up shortly. And don't forget, later tonight, Kim Dillon, David Wildy and... I think it's Mark Bickley. Uh, no, it might be Daryl Wakeland. Daryl Wakeland, David Woody, and Kim Dillon will bring you Crows Nation, uh, Power Nation. Or oh, how am I going? Power Nation as Port Adelaide take on Collingwood. Uh, you have a tip for that one? The, the Crows Nation are calling that game. I think it'll be no. very one-sided. No, that's why I think Wakes is doing it because well, it's Power Nation. Because it's Power Nation. My tip is the Pies. I am a Port fan. I know yes. you shouldn't tip against them, but I just think Pies. They are. They come to play in these big games, and I, I think uh, I don't think it'll be close. I think it'll become a shootout. The problem is, pies in a shootout will be most sides every single time. So uh, I'll be taking pies in that one. All right, the winners tomorrow. You're going to give me a couple of tips. Firstly, uh, well, Eagles playing Eagles Adelaide. beat Adelaide. We know that. We know that. <laughs> um, that one in Port and Sturt. Can can Port knock off Sturt tomorrow? I think they can at Alberton. Uh, they play that oval really well. I think they've got some good ins as well. Um, Narkel playing, which I actually really like him in the mm. AFL side, so that'll be a big one. And then, uh, but Sturt, uh, are they able to get that game going? Depending on the weather, if it's a wet game, I'd take them. But that, they were electric in the first half last week, and then horrible in the last quarter. <laughs> They've gone from one extreme to the other. But uh, oh, look, I, I at Alberton, if it stays clear, good surface, I think the Double Blues will get the points tomorrow. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one. I know they were, they take the as you were saying, they probably weren't there at their best last week, but they take the win, and that's what good sides do. They find a way to win, and they're sitting second for a reason on eleven wins and two losses. So. All right, well, 
we got to get to uh, Adelaide Oval. I've got to call the game for AFL Nation. Uh, don't forget uh, Power Nation with Kim Dillon, David Woody, Daryl Wakeling. Uh, Inga, back in the studio looking after us all day. She does a marvellous job and uh, we love her to bits. Uh, she even pressed the right button at the right time today. And it's a very hard job to do, so thank you, Inga. They've been my 3-2-1 today as well. <laughs> Glenelg getting the points today, 6-8-44. They win by 10 points over West Adelaide, 5-4-34 on a rainy, wet day. We're going to leave you with the highlights. Thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next time for more sample action on your home of sport, SENSA. On the boot quickly, Milady took a strong grab and might have got a 25. Did he put a bit of mayo on that? Nice looking kick off the boot. And there is the first goal of the first quarter. The way of West Adelaide. McBean takes it out of the ruck, turns around, snaps the goal. West Adelaide are calling, touched. Oh. Uh, boundary up by said yes, it was touched. Della Hunty region out the back. Milady running into an open goal, kicks it. He's got his second, he's got West's second. 48 players around the ball going off the ground. It might have gone through. I think it's Maguire. They're all celebrating. Unbelievable. Back in the hosey direction. Tried to use the body out the back. McBean has kicked the first goal for the Bay. Winds up Mattingly. Puts it inside 50. Goes through all players except Steele. Turns around. Oh, he's kicked a magical goal. Picked up a Kobe Ryan. Hurried kick towards Redfern. About 20 metres out from West Adelaide's goal. The umpire's seen a free kick going to West Adelaide. Delahunty. We're right behind it, and it comes back with the leg. Gets his first goal, West Adelaide's fifth, where Reynolds juggles the mark, takes it five metres out from the goal square. Very good set shot for goal, and doesn't let me down. Reynolds gets the second one on the board for Glenelg. Goes long to the top of the square, and taking the mark on the chest, Luke Reynolds. Reynolds has kicked his second. Boy, handball to Callum Park, who was in nowhere near it. Should not have gone anywhere near him. Hosey goes off the ground, kicks the goal. Swings around. Bell in a really good spot. Takes the mark. That was pretty good and inspiring from Lockie Hosey. This to give Glenelg their first lead of the day. From 25 out on a 45-degree angle, James Bell slots it. And he's got it. Players dive on top of it. Minchella's there as well for West Adelaide. Ryan Turner for Glenelg. Ryan handballed it straight to Chandler. Chandler snaps the goal square. Reynolds kicks the goal. And might have won the game for the Tigers.